Benifer is back. Brad and Jen are friends again. And Paris Hilton is somehow still making headlines. 20 years later, we're living in the world that the 2000s tabloids created. On this series, I'm going to tell you the story of a decade of American life through the trash we love to consume. From Spotify and the Ringer Podcast Network, I'm Claire Malone, and this is Just Like Us, the tabloids that changed America. Listen on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. It's the Ringer Gambling Show, presented by FanDuel. The road to the NBA Finals starts now, and FanDuel is the best place to get in on the action. Right now, you can check out the new and improved Quick Bets, which are back, and better than ever for the NBA playoffs on FanDuel. Find what you're looking for faster and easier with more props right at your fingertips. You can check out live bets like 3-Minute Markets and exclusive live bets like quarter player props, player assist combos, and more. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 plus, 18 plus, and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 100 Gambler. Visit rg-help.com. All righty, let's roll, baby. It is a Sunday edition of Ringer Gambling as we have now hit the home stretch of conference tournament week as we get ready for the NCAA tournament. And what a day of hopes. I mean, Saturday was just absolutely fantastic. Profitable day. Kansas took care of us. I told you guys about Tennessee. That line stunk. That line made absolutely no sense. There was a reason why Kentucky was only favored by two and a half. So I hope you all listened and faded the Wildcats and took the volunteers. That was a winner. The Jayhawks were good to us. The Hokies were good to us. We didn't get the same fortuitous luck with the UCLA Bruins. Credit to our guy, Art DeCesar, who had Arizona. And my goodness, my big takeaway from today, threefold. One, Indiana is a tournament team no matter what happened. If Indiana is not playing on Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday, there is a monumental problem. Indiana should be in the NCAA tournament. That's number one. Number two, Virginia Tech may have taken a spot away from Xavier, Rutgers, Wyoming, any of those bubble teams, Michigan. I don't know if Virginia Tech was getting in with the loss today. Well, now they're in, and it was no fluke against Duke. They smoked them. They had two dudes play completely out of their mind in this particular game, and a lot of the advanced stats guys are going to feel validated. And the mistake I made, and listen, credit our buddy Roger Sherman, who hit Virginia Tech. I was debating between the two Virginia teams. I'm telling you, come Monday, I was like, it's going to be Virginia or it's going to be Virginia Tech. I went with Virginia. Virginia Tech ends up winning the ACC tournament. Shame on me. Shame on me. And I'm like mesmerized by Arizona. Holy moly. And I've seen Arizona a bunch this year. But when they kick it into that gear, UCLA was getting scores galore. They couldn't get a stop. They couldn't get a stop. Arizona's offense was so good in the final 12 to 14 minutes of that game. There there was nothing UCLA could do. So credit to Arizona. Great win. They're going to be a one seed. The one seeds right now, Gonzaga's a lock. Arizona's a lock. Kansas is a lock. 
That fourth one seed, I believe, is going to come down to Auburn and Baylor. And let's be honest, you don't feel great about either one of those teams as a one seed. And mark my words, they're going to hook it up. They're going to give Duke the easiest one. Duke will be a two, and they're going to give him the easiest one. Just remember I said that. I'm not saying they're the most worthy and the most deserving number two seed. They will get the easiest one seed. Take it to the bank. Now, we don't have as many games to choose from tomorrow. It's a light court. You got the Ivy playing. You have the SEC title game. You have the Atlantic 10 title game. You have the Big Ten title game. And you have the American title game. So you basically only have five games to choose from. So it's pretty wild. You go from having like 20 to 25 games at your disposal to now you basically only have five games at your disposal. So there's, you know, not as much to work with. We're going to make it work, though. And the mistake I made yesterday, I didn't hop on that Aggie bandwagon. I had Tennessee. I had Tennessee to win the SEC going back to our early pod from, what, Monday, Tuesday. The days are all blending in at this point. But the Aggies are playing to try to get themselves in the NCAA tournament. They're playing great for Buzz Williams. Tennessee's coming off an emotional win. I'm scooping six and a half with the Aggies tomorrow. I am banking on the fact that they are making that a game. Tennessee may win the game, but there is so much more on the line for AM. I like that. Initially, scooping six and a half. Now, Richmond and Davidson. Davidson is in the NCAA tournament. They had 25 and five on the air. They will be in. Anytime I have those scenarios, you take the team that's playing to get in. I'm going to take Richmond here. The line only moved a half point. It opened at three. Now it's at three and a half. Public is on Davidson. Money is on Richmond. I will be on Richmond tomorrow. Give me the Spiders. In the spirit of Andrew Garfield, Toby McGuire, and uh, Tom Holland, we are taking Richmond plus three and a half. And I think they may win the game outright. Now, I tried to get cute in the American Conference. I took SMU, rolled the dice at 9-1, didn't work out. Memphis and Houston. Everybody is betting Memphis tomorrow. Everybody. Right now, 77% of the tickets, 96% of the money is on Penny Hardaway's boys. Memphis looked really good. Houston, on the other hand, did not look so good. I am taking Houston here. I am going contrarian in this game. I think it is an obvious contrarian spot. Take Houston. Memphis in the NCAA tournament anyway. I'm scooping a four. I think Houston will show up for this particular game, and they're going to want to win the American. Okay, last but not least, the Big Ten. And before we get to Iowa and Purdue on Sunday, I need to throw this out there into the open. What an epic, and I mean epic, cover by the Michigan State Spartans. For anybody who had Purdue, and I gave out Michigan State on the podcast, I don't even want to take bows. I don't even want to take a lap for Michigan State because let's be honest, if you had Michigan State, you got lucky. You got blessed. You got a little dust. You got a little magic on your side. Take it and run with it. To hit those threes at the end of the game and then to be down seven, score a basket, Five seconds left and decide, nah, we're good without fouling. Anybody in America who had Michigan State plus six and a half is saying, thank you, thank you, thank you. That's the beauty of this tournament. Conference tournaments, NCAA tournament, the works. Endings like that. The game 
was already in doubt. Who are we kidding? Purdue is winning the game. You knew like the final three or four minutes of that game, Purdue was pulling away. But the ending and the number, very, very, very significant to some. Now, as you look ahead to Sunday, it's a fascinating game. Purdue has been the best team. You could make the argument in the Big Ten all year. I'd counter with Iowa being the hottest team in the Big Ten. Iowa has shown you now multiple games in this tournament. They can overcome a deficit. They did in the Rutgers game early. And then this game against Indiana, they get thoroughly outplayed for 35 minutes. They're down basically eight or nine points with five minutes to go. Three after three after three after three. Iowa is experienced. Every guy on the floor can shoot. This is probably the deepest team that Freddie McCaffrey has had. And listen, you know, I am invested. I have Iowa plus 440. We locked that in on FanDuel when Roger and I were doing all the conference tournament futures. Iowa plus 440. And my advice to everybody out there, if you listen, you're like, JJ's got a hunch here. Let's play it. Let's ride it. Monitor the live line on Sunday. Monitor that live line. I am not suggesting to go and bet Purdue minus the two. I actually like Iowa for the game. I think they're going to win outright. But if you threw a sizable wager on it, and it wasn't just a roll of the dice, you want to guarantee profit, see how the first seven, eight minutes go. If all of a sudden you can get Purdue at like plus money, don't even take the points. Take them plus money on the money line. You're cashing. That's the idea with these futures. If it's plus 400 and above and you can walk away a winner, walk away a winner. Please. It's only a four or five day commitment. It's not like it's a four or five month commitment. Like in the NFL or an NBA or a Major League Baseball future. Walk away a winner. Take your profits. Bring them the next week. The good news is I don't think you're going to need to do that. Because I think Iowa's winning the game. And I think the line basically indicates that Iowa's winning the game. They're only a two-point dog against Purdue, and I love them in this spot. Can't be backing down off the future I gave out on Tuesday. Everybody betting Purdue, too? Sign me up right now. So the only game out of the five, and we have a limited card. Very, very limited card for this final Sunday championship weekend. I'm staying away from the Ivy. I'm not going to bullshit you guys. Have I seen Yale and Princeton play once this year? I have not, but I bet numbers. Hey, betting numbers works, folks. Betting numbers works. I say it all the time with college basketball. If you bet short and you follow the trends and you follow the money, you're going to win. It may not work in the NFL. It may not work in other sports. It especially works in college basketball because these lines are super sharp. The square better does not win in college basketball. I'm telling you, because I know the square better. I hang with the square better. I know there are certain games you know the square better is going to be on. Kentucky was one of those games. I said everybody and their mother who's a square better is betting Kentucky today. Duke was another one of those games. Guess what? Both of those went over for two. So to recap, I'm not throwing in anything on the Ivy. I'll sit out on ESPN too. I'm taking AM plus six and a half. They're trying to play their way in the NCAA tournament. I'm taking the Spiders, a little magic, a little Garfield, Holland, McGuire, magic, plus the three and a half, although I like them to win outright. I'm taking Houston, going contrarian there. Everybody's going to be on Memphis. 
I'll take Houston way in four, and I'm taking the Hawkeyes and Freddie McCaffrey of Iowa plus the two. We are going to do a show as the bracket is unveiled on Spotify Greenroom. Check that out. Download the Spotify Greenroom app. I will have my pod, New York, New York, up on the other feed. And here on Ringer Gambling, I'm going to have pick score every single day during the NCAA tournament. It's going to be great. It's going to be long nights. I'm not going to be getting a lot of sleep. This is what I live for. This is what I do. Mikey, you the man. Thanks for staying up late. Hey, we're not posting this at 3.30 in the morning. So at least it's, you know, before 1 o'clock as I'm having a conversation with you guys. It's been real. JJ out. Enjoy your Sunday. Let's cash it, baby. Be good, everybody. Be good, everybody.